Hi, this is Sammy Smiles, and I'm your host, Sammy Vance. This podcast is sure to leave you inspired and with a smile. Now let's get right into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Sammy Smiles. Today, I'm here with Paige Davis and Chris Bohinski. Paige Davis is known for her loving and energetic host on Trading Spaces, and Chris Bohinski is known for his... Um, his smile story project. They are both super amazing. This is the part two of having them on my podcast because this is some of the smiliest footage yet. Um, I hope that you guys enjoy. So now we are going to talk Broadway. Um, I used to be very, very shy when I first started my Buddy Bench project, and to be honest, I can still be kind of shy. Um, and throughout the past years, I have learned the importance of speaking out and speaking up and um, practice what I want to say and everything. I, it was also, I think, one or two years ago, I believe, I spoke on a theater stage and the lights were super bright and it was just so much fun, even though I was a bit nervous, a lot nervous, but it was so much fun and I was super excited. So Paige, I know you were on two Broadway shows. Um, what is it like to be a part of a Broadway production and what's your favorite part of it? Um, I love performing live. I love theater, whether it's literally on Broadway or a national tour or whatever it is, or a regional production of a show. Um, I, I do enjoy television very much, but I, but what I enjoy most about television is the you know, the reality nature of what I do as a host allows me to be in the moment in a way that maybe a scripted television, you shoot out of order a lot and scripted television yeah. and that sort of thing. So I like the, that real feeling of, of going from moment to moment to moment. And in terms of scripted work on stage, that's definitely what I like. You, you start and then you just have a journey and it goes mm -hmm. until it ends. And it's a, there's a beginning, a middle and an end. To be on Broadway just has its own kind of mystique and wonder and dream fulfillment. It's, you know, definitely something I dreamed of since I was 13 years old. And I, I just somehow think I just knew. I just knew it would happen. I don't think I knew if it would happen by age 29 or 99, but I just somehow like knew like this will happen. And I envisioned it so vividly, so vividly in fact, that when I would visit New York City and I would walk through Schubert Alley, there are, there are two, two theaters that actually open up directly onto Schubert Alley. One is the Schubert and the other is the Booth. And the first Broadway show that I saw was a chorus line when it was at the Schubert. And I was 10 years old and I remembered thinking like, oh my gosh, I am gonna be one of the dancers coming out of that, that stage door. Like that stage door, I just knew it. And I envisioned it so vividly, that might sound redundant, that in fact, my, not my theater debut or my professional debut, but my Broadway debut was at the Schubert 
that I didn't just go through like any Broadway stage door. Like I went through the Broadway stage door, literally that I had dreamt about and pictured in my brain for so many years. I manifested that. And that level of dream fulfillment was so deep and so rich that a, a small part of my heart filled in a way that can never be taken away. So I remember thinking, you know, maybe the best is yet to come or maybe not. It doesn't matter. I can always say I did it. Mm -hmm. I will always be able to say I did it. But there was a, you know, you can't just division it. You have to work for it. Like there was a massive amounts of training and discipline that went into that to be prepared for that opportunity. And I think too, like I kind of, it kind of makes me circle back a little bit to when Chris was speaking, you know, he did have this positive energy and that did carry him very far, but he sells himself short because he also worked very hard to get himself, himself on those red carpets. You know, he, he didn't take no for an answer. He, he had the courage. He had the guts. I said cojones earlier, you know, I was kind of kidding, but I meant it. Like he, he put it all out there to say, this is what I want and I will show up. And when he was given the opportunity, he took it and he ran with it. He didn't squander it. He showed up on those red carpets with a genuine ask, what makes you smile? And people responded to him in kind but he had to take the risk. He's the one who had to put himself out there to do it, to be put down, told no, you know, any number of things that can be your obstacle. He didn't let that stand in his way. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's important. Your dreams can come true by dreaming about them and manifesting them, but you also have to put the work in it. Yeah. So Chris, um, again, I love your smile story. And I know you got the opportunity to be around quite a few uh, Broadway stars and ask um, performers what makes them smile, I'm pretty sure. So one of them was the amazing Lin-Manuel Miranda. I am a huge fan of Hamilton and really hope to see it on Broadway someday. Um, but because COVID, that might not happen soon. Um, <laughs> and when I found out that you asked him what makes him smile, just I just might have been a little bit gone a little bit ballistic, but um, <laughs> did you scream? What did you do? Jump up and down? Yeah, um, I might have done all that, and yeah, <laughs> I might have done all that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is it like to meet a lot of talented performers such as like? Paige just being herself and oh yes could you could could we please put me in the same category as Lynn Manuel Miranda again that would be yes. lovely I'll, I'll record this part just for me and put it on my website okay I'll yes. it so what is it like to meet all the amazing people such as Lynn Manuel Miranda and Paige Davis and um has there any been any answers that has really surprised you you know what Sammy Starting this blog, which turned into this vlog, which turned into this like video show on YouTube, it's so unique because just think like a normal life. Like if you meet a new classmate, you're meeting them by your desk. I mean, now with COVID-19, I don't know <laughs> how you're meeting people. You're meeting people with masks on, but you know, you meet someone and there's maybe not a lot of 
pressure. You're going to see them every day of your life. You know, you don't have to be a hundred percent like Sammy smiles all the time because you know, you're just going to go to school with them. So the, like the cool thing for me, and it's still now because of the job I have is all of those celebrities and well-known personalities I was meeting, I was meeting them on camera, which that's not usually how you meet someone for the first time in your life. When, and usually not the first thing you ever do when you meet someone is hand them a microphone instead of shaking their hand. So, you know, I think because I was always leading with a smile as I handed them that microphone, and then basically on those red carpets, you, you don't have much time sometimes. So you might have to just skip your introduction of who you are and what you do, and you might just have to start with your first question. And when that question is what makes you smile, these people that you may know from a movie or from a television show or a Broadway um, show, they're kind of caught off guard because it's, it's not disarming. one of- It's disarming. It's very disarming. They've got their planned, you know, talking points for their movie or their show or the, whatever they're promoting. And then you come at them with this like moment of realness. Yeah. And it's Sorry. not a question. <laughs> Go on. No, that, that's exact, exactly what I was going to say. They, you know, they're not coach or they didn't run through in their mind on their way there. Okay, if someone asks me this, this is gonna be the answer. You know, it was never about, to me, if we're in an award show, yes, congratulations, you have won, a, won an award, but like other people have and will in the future and have done in the past, you know? I'm not gonna compliment you on your dress, even though I, I may think it's pretty, you know, I wanna just know what makes you smile. and when that question um, is asked, especially out loud and verbally, you can kind of instantly see someone's eyes twinkle yeah. because it's something that they, in most recent times, especially with the people I've interviewed, were have not been asked. And it was always so fun to hear people's answers of what makes them smile because you really truly never knew what someone was going to say. And for me, and I think this touches on Paige's notion of, you know, it's great to be in a, a show that has lines and has a script and, you know, you know what you're going to say every night in that Broadway production. But when there's that live element or that totally improvisational element where, you know, it's kind of just going with the flow, of course you aren't going in blindly and you know you, you could do a little bit of research so you know who you may be talking to it, it's so fun because if I said to you Sammy well what makes you smile if you told me roast beef then I'm going to tell you what I order when I go to Arby's and then maybe whatever I tell you that I order that might make you think well oh I really like Arby's um, oven mitt uh, mascot. And then I'll say, oh, I just bought a new oven mitt. And these conversations would come about by just this four word question that really is like a simple question, but it's sometimes like not simple mm -hmm. to answer. And I've gotten many, many answers to that. 
And I would say, um, you know, the one that sticks out in my mind right now, I don't know if you know who the actor Paul Rudd is. The, if maybe um, your brothers, your dad watched the, sh the movie Ant-Man, he's Ant-Man. Uh, okay, yeah. And oh, Mean Girls, you watch Mean Girls? I haven't, no. Oh, darn, okay, never mind. Sammy's a smile girl. <laughs> and, oh, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. He had told me, um, now again, this is someone who is a Hollywood actor, and he instantly had an answer. And the answer was the last five minutes in the television show, Undercover Boss. And it was such, it, it, it threw me off guard so much because I would have never, not that you could guess what makes people smile, but it was an answer that one, I had never heard before. Mm -hmm. And two, like once he said it, I was like, oh gosh. That makes me smile too. I don't know if you know that television show, but it, it's a, a show where people that work for different companies, they get rewarded for being like good employees. And usually in the end, that reward could be a cruise for their family, maybe money to help with a medical treatment their mom needs or a new apartment for their dad because he was on the verge of being homeless. And it's just like heartwarming stuff. The so, boss, big, big boss goes undercover. Like, you know, say you've got like, I don't know what, Taco Bells or who knows, I don't know, any anything. And it's not somebody who's like the manager of just that. It's be like the person who's the big corporate boss who would never have any contact with the employees who are really in the daily grind of the job and of the company. And the boss goes undercover completely like they do prosthetics, wigs, hair, like everything. And they go in as an employee and by being undercover, they get to witness the, their employees. So they get to hear like the real life tales of these people trying to make it and what's hard about the job, what might, be, might need to change at corporate level in order to make things better for the, the underlings as it were. And there's usually some kind of marvelous heartfelt story where one or two of the employees who are being focused on the undercover boss then says, oh, guess what? I'm the boss. And by the way, you're now getting this huge bonus so you can pay off that debt or your medical bill or whatever it is. And it's this huge relief. And the boss has heart. The boss has heart. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, Sammy, that um, not that you asked for my advice, but I'll give it. Uh, when I did interview Lin-Manuel Miranda, it was actually a week before he won all of those Tonys for Hamilton. It was the previous weekend. Mm -hmm. And me being the very, very, very small fish in a big pond in a room of reporters and interviewers and, and people with video cameras and cameras, I got to watch, not necessarily listen to word by word because you know sometimes people are far away from you, but I got to watch everybody else's interaction with him. And I mean, at that point he was the biggest name and now he's even bigger than that. Mm -hmm. And when it got to me, I was the second to the last video interviewer that was there. And he went to every single one. 
And I had noticed that um, for maybe about the roughly 25 people that were there, a lot of them were asking him to freestyle. Um, one of the people gave him words and said like, here, make a rap. Um, someone was trying to get him to sing Hamilton with him. And you know, when it got to me, just trying to be a human and knowing that someone looked tired but was very gracious with his time, I thought, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna improv for him. So what did I do? He walked by me, I handed him my mic and then I started rapping. Was it planned or rehearsed? No. But then afterwards, his father was actually there. They both said to me off camera that they were so appreciative that I just did that, that it was such a beautiful moment because I was kind of going with the flow. So I think you're saying, you know, tell me more about this mission. This mission, although it's been me asking people what makes you smile, and Paige kind of said it before, it has taught me so many valuable life lessons. And one of them is just trying to really be present in the moment and listening to the things going on around you. Because if you do, that might even make a better smile than would have ever ha never happened, you know, if you kind of just went with the script in your mind. Mm -hmm. Well, and the humanity of it, you know, everybody's asking him, I'm sure, I'm sure whether it's asking him to freestyle or rap or asking direct questions about Hamilton, it's, it's take, 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 take. And your question is really about offering someone something and being there for someone else. And I think that is very powerful too. And I think that's why it resonates so deeply and so quickly and so disarmingly like, oh, you actually care about me? <laughs> you know? And spoiler alert, Sammy, I did not rhyme. Uh, I, the, the spirit that possessed me, it, it sounded um, like someone was rapping, you know, <laughs> was it a, a Grammy winning performance? No, but it made Lynn smile and, you know, that made me smile. I love that, yeah. Um, it was my dream to meet Lynn, and that would be really awesome. Um, so I, I started sending smiles out um, daily, daily encourage, and with encouraging, um, sorry. So I started sending um, letters out daily, and I, ca I called the project Sending Smiles, and I, where I sent an encouraging letter to someone every day and um, put a laminated smile in it. Um, and I started that back in March because a lot of people careful, are careful. Chris is going to steal that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> I got my pen and paper. <laughs> Already doing enough. Steal laminated smile for insert in letter. Okay. <laughs> so my laminator is broken. I, I had to get rid of it. I tried to take it apart with a screwdriver, but, and then I looked up, they didn't even sell the things that I needed to, to laminate anymore. So mm -hmm. I have to invest in a new one. <laughs> yeah. So I felt the need of it and the importance because I feel like just a lot of people were feeling down and lonely through COVID. So um, when I started that, I started receiving letters back saying that it did make them smile. And that was pretty awesome. So in short terms and or in 
um, simple words, what, why is it so important to you to make other people um, smile knowing that you guys are both really good at it? Am I gonna have to go first? Oh no. <laughs> uh, well, um, go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll give you a minute, I guess, Paige. In, 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 in very simple words to me, Sammy, it's you really truly never know what battles someone may be facing. And you know, you think you may even know your closest friends, but there's probably things that are happening inside um, of them or maybe behind closed doors that you know nothing about. So if I can be that one thing that maybe makes them their day a little bit more bearable or makes it even happier, even if it was a happy day, then that's what I'm gonna to try to do, you know, every day of my life. And hopefully in return, then that smile also comes back to me. Mm-hmm. You should have definitely gone after me. <laughs> because what came into my mind is, a, um, it kind of, it reminds me a little bit of what I used to always say when I would do interviews and discussions about volunteering because I do a lot of volunteering. And I think sometimes what I catch myself saying is the dirty little secret about volunteering is it's the most selfish thing you can do. And I think that both of you will understand what I mean, that when you're able to give that out, what you get back is so immeasurable and that what you're giving out is this simple thing, but it carries with it so much love, especially when it comes from your heart, that when it comes back, it's like a tidal wave of positivity that helps to feed you. That in, it's, it's like a, it's creating a, a, a cyclone, a circle of, of positivity you know, what you think about is what you manifest. What you put out is what you get back. Mm-hmm. It really is as simple as that. Yeah, I love it. So. Um, I'm glad I went before Paige. <laughs> I felt like my answer may have sounded too self, self-absorbed self somehow. But <laughs> I love it. No, now, all, all I'm thinking about is being on the ocean right now after you said tidal wave. Let's <laughs> go on a cruise. I, here in the Northeast, it's very cold, Sammy. I know, it's very cold. Yeah, where are you, Sammy? Um, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and it, uh, I think it's snowing out right now. <laughs> okay, so now we are heading on to the rapid fire round. I am going to ask you a question, and you'll just answer with the first thing that comes to mind. So Who's starting out. What- Do you want to shout it out? Are we going one at a time, or should we shout it out? Um, we should go one at a time. Um, oh, let's gosh. go Chris first and then Paige. <laughs> um, so what's your favorite color? Green. Used to be orange, now it's yellow. <laughs> okay. Favorite Broadway show? The Music Man. Oh, that's good. Because oh, I want to be in it. Oh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> um, I guess my... <laughs> I'm melting. Um, I'm already slowing it down. Rapid fire, rapid fire. It was always West Side Story, but Drowsy Chaperone will always have a huge place in my heart. I've only, I think, seen Hamilton. Oh, and the um, School of Rock. So Hamilton's a good one. Yeah, Hamilton's pretty <laughs> um, good. 
pretty much Hamilton. I mean, why don't we just end here? And Hamilton, same. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite animal? Owls. Elephant. <laughs> um, favorite food? Oh, well, here, Sammy, you can tell I like my food. So <laughs> all this work on the elliptical. I, <laughs> um, that's maintaining. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I love Thanksgiving Day dinner, like all of those mm. things, turkey stuffing, cranberry sauce. I do love cheese. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one before. It's terrible. Cheese oh. or Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> cheese. I don't think I've heard someone say oh. their favorite food yet. Oh my God, cheese. <laughs> you haven't interviewed Ratatouille then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the last rapid fire, if you could have one designer from Trading Spaces redo your um, room, who would you pick? Well, you know what, Sammy? I love trying to think outside the box. And I would say I would want the first episode where Paige Davis designed the entire room and everyone holds her accountable with collecting receipts and meeting the deadlines. So I would say Paige Davis, because let's be honest, She's been with that show long enough that she is a designer in residence with them and the world forever. You'd think I would learn by osmosis anyway. <laughs> uh, you're asking me to choose between my children. So it's really, really unfair. I will go so far. I will, I will tip my hats or, or tip my hat would be to say to all of them, but I will, I will say I do prefer a more contemporary design. Mm -hmm. So I would lean more toward you know, a Doug or a, a Genevieve, I guess if I really had to literally pick, I would actually say Genevieve. But the truth is, is that Hildy, as crazy as she is on the show, she has immaculate style and immaculate design sense. And uh, it would be a hard, hard toss up for me. And then if I chose anybody but Doug, I might as well ki kiss my life goodbye because he would come and stab me in the heart. He would take the knife out of his back and then he would stab me oh in my, my heart. Is what he would do. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my best friends. <laughs> I love it. So um, that was the last rapid fire round. Uh, Sammy, how about you? Do you yeah, what about you? Good question. Okay, me. That's <sighs> hard. Um, I think his name is Vern or something. Yes. Um, I, I think he was one that did the classroom or teacher lounge edition, which I really liked what he did. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you mean on the reboot? Yeah, probably. With all the pencils. Yes, yes. Yes, that was good. <laughs> um, He's very linear. Everything, all the lines, perfect lines, lining up everything. Yes, I think. That was a great room. And Carter did the other one. Uh, yes. With the beanbags, yeah. Um, I just thought they were all super cool, and I honestly just love to watch the show because it's fun to see all the different designs. Am so, I allowed to just say I want Carter to do it so he can just come be in my home and I can stare at him? Is that fair? <laughs> can I just sure. say Carter is here? So he doesn't have to do anything. He can just stand there. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, where you're embarrassing my pupil prepubescent self. <laughs> <laughs> 
So where can people find you on social media and follow your amazing journeys? Well, you can see Chris every day in central Pennsylvania on PA Live. Yes. Do you have different handles for different things, Chris? Because you have your Smile Story handles and you have your PA Live handles and you have your personal handles. Yeah, really, Chris Bohinsky is the thing that links everything together. And I am now in a fortunate position where kind of um, actually a conversation with Paige right before the pandemic happened at her husband's show uh, kind of helped me manifest this job and where I am now so lucky that I get to be on television for a live hour every day from four to five o'clock in the homes of 17 of the um, 64 counties of Pennsylvania and get to, you know, sometimes it's not all smile stuff, you know, because it's a, it's a lifestyle show. So, you know, there might be things that it would be a little crazy to be smiling the entire time, but, you know, it, it has kind of allowed me to um, spread a little bit more, more of my joy with um, other people and a lot of them that I've never met before. Mm -hmm. He's amazing. I'm his biggest fan. Can you tell? And <laughs> I, people can reach me at Real Page Davis. Real Page Davis on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Mm -hmm. The same. Awesome. So make sure to follow their amazing journeys um, and support them. So for the last question that I ask all my guests, the four word question with a question mark. <laughs> um, what makes you smile? Well, this has made me smile. And you make me smile, Sammy. Um, you've, this whole experience, your family, you um, finding out how much more is in you and knowing that you are part of the generation that's up and coming gives me a lot of hope for our world and our country. It really makes me smile. And just thinking about Chris makes me smile. Well, that's very kind and generous um, for Paige to say. And honestly, Sammy, a lot of my adult life professionally, I, I will 100% give the credit um, and some of that attribution to Paige Davis. And really from that first day that I met her, being someone who never wrote a blog before, to get the confidence and the support from a total stranger who happened to also be on TV and Broadway and her resume goes on and on, it was such a stepping stone for my confidence internally that yes, I maybe uh, did the hard work that got me in the places I needed to be at that point in my life, but really it was Paige and there were people are nice specifically other people are nice in this world in the realms of professions that I kind of want to go into. And I would say right now, thinking back to that 
very cold winter day when I first met Paige. And now being asked by her to join her on Sammy Smiles podcast, if that's not the most cyclical turn of events in my life, I don't know what is. So I would say Paige Davis makes me smile. And I would say Sammy Smiles podcast makes me smile. Thank you so much. So I, I love those answers. They're awesome. And thank you guys so much for being here today. Um, Chris, I'm pretty sure if you need a co-host for your smile story, please just give me a call. And Paige, let us know um, when you want to come over for dinner and see our newly designed rooms in person. Um, so, I um, wish I was invited, invited to I dinner. I am adopted. You I'm technically your too. sister. You can come. You're welcome anytime. Both of you. <laughs> um, so thank you everyone for listening. And I really hope that this makes you smile. Remember that you don't just have being dealt to make difference. You could be a kid too. I hope you have a great day. Bye.